Hi guys, welcome back to the channel and welcome if you're new. So I'm going to be doing something a bit different today. I'm going to be talking about this video, basically, and then around uh, the topics as well. Uh, it's a video on Matt Devala's channel uh, with this guy called Ramit Sethi. I recently watched it, and basically there was a couple of things in it that sort of bothered me. Um, this is not meant to be vindictive in any way, you know, it's not like, oh, big response or something, but it's just that it, it made me really think about the question that was sort of in the title, and that's why I've sort of changed the title up a bit. So his video is titled, Everything You've Been Told About Money Is Wrong. And effectively he shows like, I think it's like a 30 minute clip of like a full hour and a bit interview. Um, and basically he's interviewing this guy who is what you'd call, you know, a finance guru. You know, I think he sold an absolute ton of books. He has a very successful finance blog. You know, all that type of stuff that heaps of people uh, have got going on for them. So he's someone who seems to have gotten rich by teaching people how to get rich. So I imagine you've seen a lot of that on, you know, YouTube. And, you know, the joke is the smartest way to get rich quick is to sell get rich quick programs. Now, this guy seems nice and all. And, you know, good on him for making, you know, a successful business or whatever it is exactly that he does. Um, but it does sort of raise a few issues. So about me personally, I started this channel as like a difference in what people are normally doing in relation to personal finance on YouTube. So a lot of people on YouTube, you know, you, they tell you exactly how to invest. They tell you what you should be doing with your money. They teach you how you should get rich. Whereas I sort of wanted to start a channel more about my personal journey to try and achieve those goals. So I read up a lot on the companies I'm trying to invest in, which, you know, is not that many if you've watched any of my videos. I only invest in, at the moment anyway, uh, Alphabet, Tesla, Apple, and then I have an ETF with Vanguard, and I have an ETF with um, Comsec Pocket App uh, Tech Savvy. And this one basically just consists of, you know, Microsoft, Alphabet, Facebook, Netflix, Intel, Apple, Amazon, you know, and a few others basically that you could consider tech companies, except I don't think it contains any Tesla stock. Um, so basically that's all I invest in. And then because I read up a lot on Tesla, you know, I might make a few videos about Tesla or whatever. But I'm not telling people exactly, you know, this is how you should invest and I know everything. And that's why I think one of the better people is Nate O'Brien. I think, again, you know, he sort of has become extremely successful from teaching personal finance before he was successful. But at the same time, he also doesn't claim to know everything. Um, so I sort of really admire him for that. And, you know, he's a young guy like me. I'm 23 and I don't know, really know how old uh, Nate O'Brien is. But, but if you've watched sort of any of those personal finance videos, it's like, you know, seven ways to make passive income and you'll watch it and they do have seven ways to make passive income. However, there's six random different ways of making money that they pick and the seventh one is YouTube. And then three of those are directly linked to their YouTube channel. So for example, they'll have like affiliate marketing and sponsorships and whatever. So you watch them and you go, well, I can't really make any passive income, can I, based off this video? Now, I'm not hating on these people, you know, they're good for them, do whatever, you know, makes you money, go make your money. But I just feel like I wanted to do something a bit different and create a channel basically of someone who spends a lot of time developing my skills and developing my knowledge. However, you know, I don't have the answers and I'm not going to try to teach you how to be rich before I've even done it. But hopefully you can see my mistakes and what works and then learn from that. So for example, you know, I've got thousands of dollars in investments. I've got a emergency fund, stuff like that. However, I have $50,000 worth of university uh, debt. So no matter which way you spin it, you know, at the end of the day, I am broke because if you look at it from a net position, I'm coming around zero. And not that, you know, that's necessarily a bad thing. Most people in their early 20s, I imagine, are in debt, especially if they went to university or college, depending on wherever you're listening to it. 
But, you know, it's that sort of idea. Like, for example, I even made a video on how I've recently lost my job because of the recent, you know, pandemic or whatever's going around the world. Um, and I had to sell a third of my Tesla stock just because I hadn't established a big enough emergency fund for the amount of time that I thought I was going to be out of a job. Now, luckily, I did get my job back, you know, shortly after I actually made that video. Um, so I quickly dumped all my money back into Tesla stock and it's gone up to like, I think like mid 700s at the moment. Now, obviously I did lose some, uh, I lost a few hundred dollars, close to a thousand actually, I think in sort of net position, if I hadn't sold that, that third of the Tesla stock, you know, however, you know, that, that's the whole point of the channel. You know, I'm going to make mistakes because I don't know exactly what I'm doing. I don't know exactly what the stock market's going to do. And I don't know when I'm going to get my job back. I thought I was going to be out of my job for, you know, another three months. I thought I was going to need that money just so I could live. So if I don't quite nail down my investments because of, you know, life pressures, you know, that doesn't really bother me because at the end of the day, I can learn from it and get better. And I know now on, I need to have a six-month emergency fund as opposed to a three-month emergency fund. So I just want to quickly go through some of the talking points they had in the video and then sort of talk around them as well. So he starts off with frugality. Now, this is something I actually agree with him on. The whole frugality thing, I think, is something that is over-preached because most people can't operate like that. It sort of ties into budgeting. Now, I definitely think you should budget. However, when people teach you, or not teach you necessarily, but tell you how to budget, you know, they go, divide your expenses into needs and wants. So then people will go and budget their money. They'll cut out everything that they basically enjoy or reduce it to such an extent that really over the long term, whether that's a month, a week, or I don't know, maybe even a day, depending on what it is, it's just not sustainable. So going back to Nate O'Brien, for example, you know, he says that he spends like, 50 bucks a week on food or something in one of his videos I think I saw way back. Like, how do, how do you spend 50 bucks on food a week? Oh, that's right. He has, like, peanut butter on Wonder White bread for one of his meals. Like, and I, I, don't, I don't mean, like, a snack or, like, a quick breakfast. Like, that's, like, his genuine meal. Like, so if you can do that, you know, that obviously works for you. But I feel like most people, and definitely not me, stuff like that does not count as a meal and is not something that I enjoy. I like enjoyment out of my food. I like going places with people and having a nice meal. Now, his solution to this is just make more money. Well, thanks for the tip, but, you know, it actually is quite hard to make more money. Now, yes, depending on who you are, you can make more money. For me, personally, it is easy for me to make more money However, when the pandemic's not going on. However, if you've got three kids or whatever, I can't imagine it's that easy for you to go pick up Pizza Hut shifts and go drive pizzas around or do this, do that. You know, he's a very rich man because he made a lot of money from selling a very successful book about getting rich. He does offer some great strategies to maybe increase your uh, salary. Now, look, I haven't tried those personally, so if they work, great. And obviously, I think they would have worked for people out there. So again, that's good. He's providing a net positive to the world. But everything he said was, you know, you've heard it before, and it gives you the sense that he didn't actually practice much of this stuff until he actually had the money to do it. Because his example before he started teaching people about money was he borrowed money to invest in the stock market. Uh, I think in the early 2000s, and then lost half of it, I'm guessing, in the dot-com bubble. Now, outside of that, some of the earlier stuff that I was sort of taught with money-making, now, not necessarily taught by someone specific, so it wasn't like my parents said, oh, this, this, and this, but it's sort of what society seems to teach you as you just sort of go along, and you sort of pick up stuff from, maybe it's the news, or your friends, or even your family, you know, whatever it might be. But stuff like credit cards and debt, I've forever heard about... You know, I've got, you know, my mate's got this credit card and he's got this really good one. It offers a lot of rewards and stuff like that. Now, if you use them effectively, obviously they can work out. However, it's not something I think people should advise other people on to get credit cards. If you are getting advice to get credit cards, it's always my opinion. Well, obviously you're not smart enough to use one. 
people who are smart enough to use credit cards effectively and use those points on stuff they would already be spending money on, so it actually is a money saver, they're not seeking financial advice from other people. They've already got their stuff together. But I was sort of always taught that, you know, when I get to a certain age, I'm going to have a credit card. And then I might need to use that credit card when I can't, you know, make an expense that week, but I'll be able to pay back when I get my next paycheck and then I'll be able to just cut down next month. When really that's some of the worst advice you can get. And you're sort of taught that debt is going to be this sort of inherent part of your life. Now, I'm not talking about maybe getting a home loan. So you can always use debt to your advantage for something that would be otherwise unobtainable. So, for example, there's two sides where people just sort of financing everything with debt. And then you've got the opposite side with someone like um, Dave Ramsey, who says, you know, you should buy your house with cash. Now, I don't know about where, where you maybe be watching this, but I live in Australia and like in Sydney, everything is over a million dollars. And I don't know about you, but I don't have a million dollars worth of cash. And I'm not going to save up a million dollars worth of cash because by the time I'm saving up a million dollars worth of cash, the house prices are probably going to be at 1.5 million. Does that mean I think you should, you know, get some ridiculous home loan in which you hardly pay any deposit on and then you get this massive interest rate that goes for 30 years? No, of course not. But with me personally, I'm just trying to save up enough money till I get to a point where I can put down a substantial deposit in which I am borrowing money, yes. However, I'm going to educate myself on the real estate market first, try to buy an apartment or house or whatever it might be at a below market value price. And then as the value increases, be able to revalue it, take out some equity from the home and maybe build a bit of a stock portfolio from there. So at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say about all of this is that personal finance, frankly, isn't taught. Like it isn't taught in school, right? For some reason, it's not considered an important thing, even though it seems to be the core problem of almost everyone's issues. Obviously, not all the issues, but I feel like a lot of issues, and I know personally with the people I know in my life, a lot of their issues would be fixed if they just either knew more about personal finance or simply earned more money. So their mismanagement of their finances wasn't such a big issue. So I think it is important to have people out there teaching people about even just the absolute basics. You know, not everybody has to be interested in the stock market. You can make money a bunch of different ways. Monetize whatever passion you might have. But I feel like there needs to be voices out there teaching people about this stuff. But I thought I would just do it in a bit of a different way because this video that I watched on Matt Devel's channel with this guy named Renat Sethi sort of encompasses the problems I sort of have with the current sort of teaching style of personal finance, where to get rich... You teach people how to get rich, and then at the end of it, you become rich after the fact. So I know this video was a bit more sort of out there than I normally do. However, if you liked it, like it, comment below, dislike it if you didn't like it, and you think this guy's great or whatever, and tell me why I'm wrong, that's fine. But if you could share and subscribe and stuff like that, it really does help massively in the YouTube algorithm. Like, it's entirely what your video getting recommended is based off, is comments and likes and stuff like that. So if you could do any of those things and support, that'd be great. Thank you. Otherwise, just thanks for watching, guys.